All right, football at four. As we continue here, we are brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident, call 757-INJURED, 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. All right, we got lots of calls to deal with. we got text. We'll get to um, some of this 49er uh, window stuff. I, like, it's not shut. It's, it's make it, the longer the short is, it's not shut. But certainly they've got an interesting offseason ahead. In a couple uh, seasons from now, it's going to even get more dicey. But uh, we'll deal with that coming up here in a sec. Let's get to uh, Guy in Richmond. Thanks for waiting, Guy. How you doing? How you doing? Good, man. Hey, man, I love y'all's show, man. I love y'all's show, Appreciate man. Appreciate it. Keep me up, man. I'm a truck driver. Oh, nice. But, yeah, I would like, um, I like to want to get into, like, you know, like a big a big part, like the in overtime, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just jump straight into the overtime. Sure, go for it. Now, when Shanahan called that timeout, when the Chiefs, they were putting a little drive together, I think when Shanahan called that timeout to switch that defense up, I think he messed up right there because, number one, you gave Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes time to figure out, like, okay, now you didn't drop back in the zone. And everybody know that Patrick Mahomes is going to eat that zone up, just like Tom Brady do. Yeah. And when he switched, because it looked like they was about to go into all-out blitz and, and or either show blitz and drop back in the zone. But they just, like, once he called that timeout, it just like they just straight dropped back in the zone, and that just gave Patrick Mahomes time right there. So I think that was a deal breaker right there when he switched that defense up. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was almost like he was trying to correct Steve Wilkes. He thought correcting it, but in in reality, he flipped it the other way. And I thought before right. half, I thought before halftime was weird. I I didn't think they um, handled that well either. I mean, I think they had timeouts. They they should have uh, tried to preserve some time for themselves to do something before half. And they they chose right. not to do it, and and even um, you know the Chiefs really botched the clock management late in in the game. I mean they 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 should have had at least two more plays to run. They had that one situation where they should have spiked it. Now, granted, there was a receiver that got caught way the hell downfield that was trying to get back, but it took him forever. That wasted at least 10, 10 to 10, 15 seconds, and who knows? Because I mean, yep. you think about after that Kelsey play. I mean, they they got a ton of momentum. If you would have been able to have the ability there with the timeout left still, and they did have a timeout that they never got to, uh, to you know jam it up in there or at least try the middle of the field and not have to throw everything on the sidelines, that could have been huge for them. But you know, who knows? It, it was it was kind of wild. All that being said, if there's not a crappy snap, <laughs> maybe maybe he's <laughs> able to find Rice, but he has to reach for the ball uh, and he never sees Rice, and he's going you know going towards Kelsey, and it was just kind of a throwaway, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate you guys answering my call, and I love y'all guys' show, but I just, you know, I'm going to get man. off that phone right now because I'm about to go and eat the Chesapeake Tunnel, and All I right. know my phone going to hang up, but I love you guys, man. appreciate you. I appreciate you, guy. Be safe, man. Um, yeah, Creed Humphrey, man, not the best night snapping, that's for sure. Woo. Not at all. Woo. And apparently, he's had issues. I mean, it's not new. People, by the way, are crushing Romo for that. I guess Romo... Um, had missed that part of the season. Uh, he, he, people were killing him on the, on the social, you know, I don't really like crushing Romo anymore. I don't know if you notice this. I've, I've kind of stayed away from it now. It's become too much of a sport now. Too many people doing it. I'm off. I've you already made a little, my, I made my point several years ago when nobody else was doing it. You gave <laughs> a little bit of a compliment earlier too, which I was a little surprised. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there were some good things he did last night. Um, by the way, no, I'll save it for later. I'll save it for for uh, game balls and Please lane balls. Do. I'll save it for like game balls and lane balls. But there's something that stood out from the broadcast. It's just All I right. knew it was going to happen. I'm mad at myself for not calling it on Friday. Okay, I'm mad at myself. But anyway, well, it'll show up in game balls and lane balls in the five o'clock hour. Hey, Kenny in Newport News. Uh, thanks for waiting. How you doing? 
Hey, I'm doing good, man. Appreciate y'all taking my call. You got it. Hey, look, I've been a uh, 49er fan, man, since 1981. And, uh, you know, they've been to the Super Bowl under Kyle Shanahan two times. Yep. And, you know, of course he was the uh, offensive coordinator at the Atlanta Falcons. And, yep. you know, all these people always talk about how much of a genius he is, but you're averaging 28 points a game in the Super Bowl. And then, like you guys was talking about, like in the second half, they uh, they got the interception. Yep. And went three and out because, like y'all were saying, um, what, was McCaffrey playing? <laughs> I mean, you didn't even let him touch the ball. I like, know. George Kittle got one had one catch yesterday. And um, I just think, you know, y'all was talking about the window. The, the longest Kyle Shanahan is a coach. The window is closed. He can't get it done. I mean, he's just shown time and time again. Look at all these weapons he got on yeah, offense. They got a great roster. Yeah, he got a great roster, man. The defense. I yep. mean, I'm not crazy about Steve Wilkes. Right. I mean, I'm not surprised Andy Reid outcoached him because look how they played in the Green Bay game. Yeah. Even though they 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 played better in the second half, Detroit game they played better in the second half. But once Mahomes got the ball back, I mean, everybody pretty much knew what was going to happen. But talking about the window again, as long as Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the 49ers, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. I mean, let's face it. I, I, I'm trying to figure out what have you learned from your father. You know, that might be a little harsh, but what have you yeah. learned? I mean, he would have he would have fed to Real Davis, believe me, in that situation yesterday. And you got CMC. I mean, you got MCM, uh, Christian McCaffrey. You just, I don't know. So I just wanted to say that, man. Okay. One to close. As long as he's the coach, they're not going to win it. All right. Plain and simple. Appreciate wow. the, uh, y'all taking my call, man. Thank you, y'all Kenny. Have a good one. That's a 49ers fan saying window shut. How and about that? so it begins. Oh, my goodness. I was waiting for somebody to say it. It's going to be a hard offseason for him. Uh-huh. Really hard offseason uh-huh. for him. But because, again, it's just, you know, <sighs> you, you know, I'm trying my best not to, you know, not to, not to be too mean about this stuff. But yeah, I mean, look. Let's remember this too. His dad, at the the last several years, I mean, he was the chief operating blaming officer. I mean, yes, he, he was. He fired a lot of defensive coordinators, right, uh, in in Denver. And when he got to Washington, he he, he Jim Haslett was his uh, was his uh, out every time something went wrong because uh, his son was the OC. He never blamed the kid, uh, and it was it was not a good uh, not a good mix. And plus, you know, obviously the quarterback just just debacle with the owner and all that stuff. The owner starts dating your quarterback. It's never a good thing. But anyway, yeah, he's – listen, um, I saw the Shanahan's up close. I, I know how they can be. For all the brilliant stuff, there's some there's some uh, slimy stuff too. Let's leave it at that. I think in Kyle's case here, I don't know, maybe is he – his generation's Andy Reid, is it going to take him – what did it take, Andy Reid, 21 seasons? Did I have that right? It was 20, a while. Yeah, it was like 21 seasons, something crazy like that. Now he switched teams, you know. Look, Harbaugh couldn't do it either. I mean, as great as he was – and granted, it was a shorter period of time – I guess the same amount of time right now, but you know, Harbaugh gave it a good go. Couldn't get it done uh, there either in his one shot. But that's the standard of San Francisco, right? Like this guy's who just called us here. He's been a fan since the glory days. Uh huh. So you're not going to accept anything less. And I mean, do you want to be Marty Schottenheimer? Do you want to be Marv Levy? Yeah. I mean, you want to be yeah. in that company. You he's kind of be in one the of those Mar- guys. He's tracking towards Marv Levy right now. Yeah. There's no question. Now, Andy. When he left, you know, Philadelphia, a lot of the same stuff was being said about him. Can't win the big one. Can't do this. He only been to one at that time in his career as the uh, head coach of the Eagles. 
Went to a ton of NFC title games, couldn't get it done. Lost their home field multiple occasions to lesser, lower seeds, obviously, and was very uh, much a guy that uh, had to wear that label. So we'll see where this thing goes. I, mean, I, I think there's a lot of positives from the 49ers still uh, to be had, but there, it's going to be more challenging, clearly, after this next season in 2025 when the Brock Purdy contract comes up. Yeah, But for now... Even this year, they got some big numbers coming up. We'll talk about that on the other side. But yes, interesting. A fan of theirs thinks the window is closed. I'm not quite as harsh on them, but I do understand his frustration the day after a, just a disappointing uh, loss in the biggest game of the year once again. All right, 757-687-9494. 757-687-9494. Bally, who's phone line. Also, the text line. Keep having I'm way behind on the text. I will run through a lot of these on the other side. Uh, it is the Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, we are brought to you by uh, Larry King Law. Injured in accident. Call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. So, some big um, bumps this year ahead for some players on the uh, 49ers after uh, the seasons they just had. Their uh, numbers are about to go up. In terms of payment, uh, Debo Samuel was eight million and a, eight and a half million, eight point six this year. His cap number is going to go up to twenty eight point five. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. For a guy who has problems staying healthy, Brandon Ayuk three point nine million to fourteen point one. George Kittle nine point four to twenty one point nine. Trent Williams twelve and a half million to thirty one point six. Send him to Washington. Uh, Eric Armstead, uh, <laughs> 11.9 to 29.5. Javon Hargrave, 6.5 to 15.4. Fred Warner, 9 million to 24.4. And uh, Charvarius Ward, 6.4 to 17.9 million. And of course, look, Brock Purdy is going to make next to nothing next year. However, in 2025, that's the year you got to pay him. That's the year you'll have to pay him. So. Those are some interesting things. They're going to be a big increase in their cap. They're going to be well over the cap. They're going to have to make some decisions. Maybe have to redo some of these deals. And, you know, they have their own free agents. Um, Deshaun Gibson, the safety. Uh, Chase Young, I can't imagine they keep him unless he no. takes a real team-friendly deal. Uh, Club and Farrell. Randy Gregory, also another one they're probably not keeping. Uh, Javon Kinlaw. Um, Kevin Gibbons, Orion Burke. So nobody like really major, major except for Gibson. Um, and Cleveland Farrell wouldn't cost you a whole lot of money either if you want to keep him. So those are the guys you got to worry. Those are the free agents. So it's not like they have a ton of free agents, but it's the amount that the other like future earnings are going to get you are going to be interesting. But the 49ers are going to be well over the cap. So they're going to have to <clears throat> get creative, um, you know, going – going into this offseason but they've got some big time things to look at and you know again the bigger issue will be in 2024 when your quarterback will make market value money even if it's not you know pat mahomes money or lamar jackson money he's going to make a heck of a lot more money than the the league minimum which he's making now um you know that's going to be a ginormous cap change he's going to be making just a million this upcoming season but from there it's going to be a lot higher than that so They've got they've got some things to uh, <clears throat> to really look at because they're gonna they're gonna need the space. You need to draft. They do actually have their picks, which is good. Um, you know they'll have a million compensatory picks like they seem to have every year somehow. <laughs> um, so there's you know there's other ways to get better than free agency, but you still have to pay those players too. 
And again, you have to make sure you're under the salary cap, believe it or not. Although for many years when they were running it, running the world, running the world didn't feel like they were ever under the salary cap. No, it didn't, did it? <laughs> now a lot of that, of course, was back in the day when there was no salary cap, when they were really, really good. You know, the, you know, obviously the uh, Redskins same way. They didn't care. Like they just there was two. T- you know, Eddie DeBartolo and Jack Ken Cook did not give a damn. Like they were like, uh-uh. we'll pay whatever. You don't even you know, even if you're not playing, you're going to get paid. I um, mean, it was it was crazy. So yeah, they are going to be for 2024 right now. They're over the cap at like uh, 3.7 million, which isn't a ton, but it's it. Then when you start again, you got to go get your own draft pick signed. All this other stuff, you're gonna have to move. You have to move some uh, money around for sure. All right, um, let's get to some of these texts here. One saying, Patrick Mahomes looked great, but keep. To keep the dynasty alive for years to come was that defense. Because last night they looked quick and smart and young. Uh, the defense will be scary in the future if they can spend less on the offense with a good defense. Yeah, and, and think about the uh, the Tyreek Hill trade. It brought back uh, some of the assets, right, to get the defense up and to save the money that they would have spent on Hill yep. to keep Chris Jones an extra couple seasons. Now, this year they may not be able to get through get get over that, right? You know, they might not be able to just get lucky and get him on a one-year deal they might have to do a lot more you know a lot they have to do a longer-term deal at this point so that that's going to be part of the challenge too for them uh, moving forward here yeah they're going to lose somebody off that defense maybe even yeah. a couple pieces because the the money's just yeah. not there no doubt yeah um all right seven five seven uh six eight seven ninety four ninety four uh if you want to hit us up there the um 913 says, uh, ironic that Mahomes was the first victor under the anti-Mahomes <laughs> overtime <laughs> rules. <laughs> yes, and we were talking about that earlier. How yeah, how great is that? Thank you, Buffalo. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks, Bills Mafia. Anyway, um, this one here. A 30-second commercial ad uh, cost $7, billion, $7 million. Nobody paid that much for 30 seconds since the Jets signed Aaron Rodgers. Oh! That's, That's a good one. That's Brian a good one. That's Brian Chesapeake. Well done, my friend. That was funny. Uh, 757. Scott, I have to disagree with your characterization. First half is boring. True, it was a defensive and not a lot of offensive action, but for one that appreciates the defensive battle, and noticed adjustments made at halftime. We got more exciting in the second half. So we got get more exciting in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I just say, like, like my point is, I had a friend of mine text me, so this is a great game. I'm like, it's a close game. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't mean it was great at that point. What made it great was the second half we actually saw, yeah, you you know, in order to you know score points. But, I mean, again, I, I thought the Patriots win over the Rams was the suckiest Super Bowl I ever watched. And I know people just killing me for saying that, but it was. It was boring. It wasn't fun. But I like some offense, but I don't like all offense. I think it was right. about right. I think it was right. about the right mix, about the right score. And now, by the way, depending on when you invested, you, that m- might have been an under for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, if you had under, or that might have been over if you waited because the number went down a little bit. So depending on when you got your bets in, it could have been good for you. And um, obviously the Chiefs covered, which we knew they would because they're, you know, they got Michael Jordan on their team. Um, but anyway, I, I just thought there was much more the pe- the tempo, the pace, and it's not even just like it was defensive. It was just bad execution. It wasn't just yeah. defensive. It was just stupidity in some cases, right? I mean, it was just like malpractice stuff. That's all. I mean, that, I don't know. 
And Te- teaches them. I mean, I know Mahomes was 11 for 13 yeah. in the first half, but he yeah. didn't look sharp early. He just no. did not look like he was, you know, and maybe that's the standard for him. Yeah. Maybe it's because we look at Patrick Mahomes differently. I don't know, but he just didn't look like Patrick Mahomes that we're used to seeing. And But then, right. of course, second half, he turns it on. Yeah, that wasn't tracking to be an all-time great game or anything like that. And I don't know sure if it was, but it was certainly memorable uh, for a lot of reasons. Um the play that really changed the game was the one that uh, that was off the foot and recovered by the Chiefs. Yes, absolutely, because that leads to a touchdown immediately thereafter. And again, it's just a fluky, bad luck situation. You had two punters kicking the air out of the football prior to that, right? And then <laughs> somebody kind of hits one short, and you're the 49ers and your guy. Um, I was forgetting this poor kid's name now. You probably hope. Yeah, probably, probably best. That, probably best yeah. if I don't say his name, but now I'm, I'll, I'll get it. Anyway. Is just engaged, doesn't pay attention, and gets him um, Luter, Luter Jr., Daryl Luter Jr., poor guy. Anyway, and here's the other thing. 49ers in the, on the, in the game, right? Two fumbles, both recovered by the Chiefs. The Chiefs were credited for five fumbles. Only the Pacheco fumble was recovered by the 49ers. Yep. But Mahomes had two fumbles. Uh, Richie James had a fumble, obviously. Rasheed Rice had a fumble as well, which was, which was crazy. So, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on. Then Rasheed Rice, I don't know if that was a fumble. He pitched it ahead or pitched it over to, to Kelsey. I don't really feel like that was a fumble, but I guess they they score it that way. Yeah. That was really stupid, too. I don't know oh, what was he was stupid. doing. Like, what was he doing? They do stuff like that, That man. was a dumb thing I don't to know do. why. And there was no reason to do it. No. He'd already had the first down. It was really bizarre, right? Yeah, but anyway. No, good point. Uh, Xavier and Virginia Beach, in my opinion, Juwan Jennings deserve MVP. Because he undoubtedly had the best game of his career as well as having a receiving touchdown and passing as a receiver. He's the only second person in Super Bowl history to do so. Yeah, but they lost. That's the problem. They lost. Yeah, they lost. You're and not, yeah. McCaffrey was on pace to also do something yeah. that's never been done in the Super Bowl, and that's rush for over 75 yeah. yards and get receiving over yeah. 75 yards as well. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes had 400 yards. Yeah. He had 400 yards. Yeah, total. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, again, the reason you lost because you faced him. I mean, if they had... Um, Steve DeBerg at quarterback. You guys had that game. Um, 757-687-9494. Greg and Gloucester says, not tailor-made? Question mark. Did we say tailor-made earlier? I don't remember saying that. I don't know. I hope I didn't do that to you. Anyway. Um, 804 says, um, PM is the best player I've seen in Spagnuolo was with the youngest defense in the NFL is just scary. Pat Mahomes, that is. That said, Kansas City needed some unlucky breaks to squeak through a couple of games. I'm not sure Kansas City is as vulnerable as their record may seem. Look forward to uh, to uh, games against Allen, Burrow, Jackson, or Herbert next year. Throwing the ball in third down when time is running down is inexcusable by Shannon Hand. Needed to bleed the clock as much as possible. Um, yeah, you know what? The other thing I thought in that game, there was a couple bleeding the clock or saving the clock things with the Chiefs. It was before halftime that Shanahan blew it, leaving the timeouts in his hopper, you know, taking him in this holster, I should say, taking him into the the half with him. I thought they could have done a better job to preserve some clock to have another chance to take away the two for one from the, uh, from the Chiefs a little bit. And yeah, I mean, when you knew the whole house was coming, this is why, again, going back to why it's better to be the team with the ball second if you're trying to catch up, right? Because you know what you need and you know you can do it on four down. So you're not in an obvious passing. There's no such thing as an obvious passing down on third down there. And as we saw this year, the Detroit Lions 
destroyed teams on third down runs. They it was like they 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 would have some of their biggest running plays on third and eight, third and seven, because their mindset was, hey, if we even get a four yard, five yard run here, we're going for it anyway. Yep. And that's part of the four down lifestyle that so many of you were so angry about, right? Um, is is the fact that it is you know is Dan Campbell's doing something just out of the box weird? You might think, but it's also ultra aggressive and it's just a different philosophy on how to how to play. And it, it cuts again. It's a lot easier to get to ten yards with four downs versus three. Yeah, and that list of quarterbacks that that texter mentioned a couple minutes ago. Those quarterbacks, two yep. of those were beaten by Patrick Mahomes yes. this year in the playoffs yep. with a maybe the most vulnerable Chiefs team ever. So not so scary, I don't think, for them. I don't think they get scared by anybody, and that's part and that's part of it. There are every single team, all other thirty one teams are scared of Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes and that team is scared of anybody. Yeah. Um two oh nine says, What about Greenlaw's injury? That was the dagger for San Francisco fans. That was awful. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah, that, that was terrible. Sad to see that, no doubt. I mean, you don't want to lose a guy. And then, then for a while there, it was like, um, what's his name was going in there too, right? Uh, the Kittle. Kittle went in for a bit and then he came back out. Debo went out Debo as well. Debo was hurt too. I mean, it was it was a lot of weird stuff going on in that football game for the 49ers side of it. Um, K-Dub says, Kyle's dad had John Elway. <laughs> He's working with Brock Purdy. Let's get real. Yeah, he did. Although, you know what? Dan Reeves had a John Elway and didn't get anything out of it. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's there's yep. that side of it, too. You still have to have a full roster. And that was late John Elway. I mean, John Elway, the last year, that was that was uh, Terrell Davis' team. But John Elway still made plays, was still that's right, pretty damn good. But, man, that was – TD was was the difference. Um, and, and, like, the 40 – be, truth be told, they should have won three. Like, that team should have won three. Yeah. They got beat by the yeah. Jags. In 96, I'll never forget that because it was there. It was nuts. So, that's a good point. I mean, again, they have the best quarterback. Just like the 49ers used to when they had Joe Montana beating the Bengals twice in a seven-year period. Like I said earlier in the open, if you just join us, I mean, now you know what the Cincinnati fans felt like, San Francisco fans. This is how they felt, helpless, Uh when they had to play Joe Montana. This is what you guys are feeling now, facing the generational quarterback. All right. 757-687-9494. 757-687-9494. Keep the text coming. We still got a lot to get through. Uh, also, Ballyhoo's phone line open for your business as well. 757-687-9494. Later this hour, <clears throat> we'll get to the big news out of the weekend about what the Bears' mindset is with that number one overall pick. You won't want to miss that. Scott Jackson, Joe Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. James Witham has got your sports center. And we are uh, brought to you by Larry King Law. All right. Uh, got a lot of texts coming in. 757-687-9494. Hit us up via the Ballyhoo's phone line as well at that same number, 757-687-9494. Certainly uh, part of the fun of the game last night was seeing Miko Hardman get the game-winning touchdown. Of course, was a chief, was with the Jets this year, got traded over for, what, a seventh rounder? Pretty well, good money well spent. He says he blacked out after the touchdown. (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. It was pretty wild. At first, I think that some of the players weren't sure the game was over. Like, I think they were just kind of like a little bit of like, okay, is that it? And then, like, he saw Mahomes going nuts, he said, and then he understood that that's what the case was. Well, at least was. somebody knew it was going on. <laughs> uh, from the 757, lots of discussion of the overtime possession, dis- overtime possession decision, which I get, but I thought the bigger impact was all the terrible third down play calling on those final two drives, third and five or so on the Niners' final two drives. Kansas City obviously sending heavy blitz. 
and there wasn't a, any extra help for the line and primary routes didn't seem to be hot routes. Looked like Sirianni school blitz pickups, and I'm an Eagles fan, so I recognized it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, again, as I said to this person, I said, look, that's a really good secondary. You're talking very sticky secondary. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Reed, was it Reed that gave up his first touchdown of the season last night? Or was that McDuffie? I think it was McDuffie. McDuffie, right? Gave up his first touchdown of the season last night. Um, but so it could be a little bit of both. And Spagnola was changing looks up too. Uh, but his thought was, you know, if Kyle's the boy genius, um, it didn't look like they had enough options there. Yeah. And again, could have also been on Purdy, right? I mean, some of that could be the quarterback not seeing it or, underst- or you know, going the right place. But I would say this, too. I mean, what it frustrated me frustrates me about some of these NFL broadcasts now. As much as we're in the all-22 world during Monday through Fridays, um, why not give us more of that during the game, right? Yeah, that's a good point. That yeah. is a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Man. It's just um, doesn't make sense why we don't get more of that. But, you know. I'll do an all twenty-two dive at some point this week to see if uh, you're right and Purdy was or uh, Kyle was just out, out, out penned or was there something there? Was there an outlet for him? I got to think there was because there usually is. And that also may be something the quarterback has to worry about as, um, you know, as as thing over as well. Um, I got somebody who wants country music at the next uh, Super Bowl. They haven't done that in a while. No, they haven't had country forever. I was actually, I'm, I'm voting for the Foo Fighters every year, and nobody's listening to me. Well, of course me. you are. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody listens to me, but that's always my my default for everything. Um, let's see, 757-687-9494. Um, regardless of the new overtime rule, um, Mahomes is getting another possession since San Francisco only scored a field goal. Yeah, we understand that. Yeah. We totally, got it. Totally, we totally got covered it. that. Thank we, you. We, we knew the rules. Kyle yeah. didn't, but right. we did. Get that, yeah. Yeah, but no, the point was you want him to have the first possession so you know on your possession as the team with the ball second, do I need a touchdown uh, or can I beat him with, you know, or can I beat him with a touchdown or do I need a field goal to match? If You know, that that's what the point is. You don't want Pat Mahomes getting the last word in the game. That's the point. Kyle Shanahan was worried about the third possession, which didn't make any sense to me. Because you're not going to get to the third possession because you lost in the second possession of the thing. Um, so, James, Mahomes in the first half. Jimmy Lewis has sent us a picture of him with, uh, what is that, like a turkey head? What is that? I can't even see what that is. Like a blindfold on. I, I did I did see the thing where he, where he had the picture of the the loading. Yeah, the loading. Yeah, okay, loading. Okay, oh, Mahomes is loading the first half. Oh, the Grim Reaper. Is that what that is supposed to be in the first half? Yeah, he's, he's, he's the Grim Reaper. Okay, I can see that now. Okay, now I it, see it that. It is a little blurry, but it's I It's a little blurry. Yeah, I don't know why these can come through blurry, but anyway. Um, Pittsburgh Ross says, Burrow is the only uh, available player every other year. He should be a good to go next year. <laughs> oh, man. It's a fine point. Anyway, so pa- Pittsburgh Ross was telling me there was this kid that was the um, the, uh, the guest of the Chiefs, some nine-year-old kid um, that apparently people were ganging up on early this year for doing a tomahawk chop or something. I did not see that. So uh, anyway, he said, I'm happy for that kid, whoever it is. I don't remember who that is or what no, that's. No, me neither. I don't know the backstory on that. I'm not quite sure I do. I'm sure there's a really good backstory. Somebody could explain it to me, but anyway. But, you know, I can't remember stuff that happened in the first hour of the show, so... It does. You know, just, That's what the podcast page is for. Yeah, exactly. All right, seven five seven. Jason of Virginia Beach is a Raiders fan. The Chiefs can thank us for lighting that fire under them on Christmas Day. If we hadn't beaten them, they wouldn't have won squat. There you go. I hope that keeps you warm in the off season. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Andy Reid thanked. I did see that. I saw that Andy Reid thanked um, Antonio Pierce for the facility number one. 
uh, and number two for that for that loss. So maybe there's something. He's to correct. It. Yeah. There you go. Uh, for that, but I mean, I, I don't know. Call me crazy, but I'd rather have like the Super Bowl title. You know? Yeah. I don't. Know. Yeah, I would too. I don't know. That's just me. Different goals, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. You know, baby steps, baby steps. The problem is, you're going to have to really clean that place down good because the Chiefs left all their dirty jock straps in your locker room. If you um, thought what Travis Kelsey did to Andy Reid during the game was bad, <laughs> can you imagine what the Chiefs probably did to some of that Raider stuff? Oh my yes, God. careful. The careful, Raider man. logo. Oh my oh. God. Could you imagine what they left on it? Awful. All right. 757 uh, via the text says the guy on the phone who trashed Shannon Hitch remember the following. Har- the years falling Harbaugh and before Shanahan came, yeah? Shanahan, the reason the 49ers are playing. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned that earlier. There's no question. No doubt. Uh, I mean, I mentioned that before. The You know, the Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly, and you had uh, the Dennis Erickson debacle as well before that, right? And then you had, yeah, I mean, you just, and, and then there's the, you know, Mike Nolan years. There was a lot of crappy years uh, for the 49ers uh, this, after the successes and the drops. But it is weird to me to see today. To, to, did it like hit me like a bolt of lightning today? They've lost their last three Super Bowls they've been in. Yeah, I had no idea. They that used it had been to be the long. surest of sure things in the postseason. No idea it had been that long since they won yeah. their last one either. That that's crazy to me. Um, Willingham says Scott James, uh, how can you miss this? One of the most special plays of the game about that field goal kicker that kicked the Super Bowl record. Field goal without a field goal that would have been talking about right now. Harrison Butker. No doubt, both kickers were very good, Moody mm-hmm. and Butker, but Moody had the bad extra point. No doubt, it all adds up, man. No question. The I kickers, mentioned in the update, too. Yeah, so I think I no it. question. No, uh, no question. It was important. And, and L- Moody had the record for like an hour, if that. I don't even know if it's an hour. <laughs> that's, that's so sad. You get a Super Bowl record, yeah. and then it's gone in the same game. Doke from Williamsburg says, don't be surprised the Chiefs trade Travis Kelsey for his whiny-ass baby hissy fit attack on Andy Reid. You can't show up your coach like that in the biggest moment. He's fantastic, but as you can win without him, just like they win without Tyree Hill. You know, I did think about that for a second, but then I thought, no. <laughs> that they're not going to do that. They, they didn't do so hot without him, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think they would trade him. I don't think they would trade him. I think that, listen, like maybe this is a bigger conversation. Well, I go, it's not too far down the road here, but they, they have always been like the Seahawks. Like there's a little, like the sidelines, very animated. We saw this during the season, right? Guys throwing helmets and crap. It's not always what we think disciplined championship teams should look like. Right. Let's leave it at that. But it works for them. You know, it works for them. And I think, I don't think Andy Reid's just saying that because they won the game and they, they have that kind of back and forth and yeah he's a hothead i mean remember he used to get he got ejected and early in his career and yep. some games and stuff i mean he's he's definitely running hot at all times but he did look like an idiot i'm not telling you he didn't it was a bad look it was a really bad look yeah it was terrible it was it was really bad and, and rice and and mahomes is pretty interesting too and i think mahomes told him to go somewhere and said a bad world that begins with an f uh, uh-huh. to him as well uh-huh. And what he didn't understand was, again, the, the snap wasn't great. And Mahomes is trying to get the ball out quickly because, oh, yeah, you can't you can't be late over the middle is the problem. No, you like, can't. Like, you can't be late over the middle. He was already looking at Kelsey, and he wanted to get rid of it because there was a time issue because, oh, yeah, you have to leave enough time on the clock in order to kick a field goal. They did mismanage the clock down the stretch. And this has always been a thing Andy Reid has not been great at. No. Like, this clock management is not his thing. And it almost... 
bit them in the behind uh, in this football game. All right, 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. All right, we'll get to uh, more of your text uh, calls. And at 5, we're going to switch it up and talk about commercials. We haven't done that yet. David Schwab from Octagon is going to break them down for us from the advertising side of things as we continue here. Scott Jackson, Show Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, we're brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident, call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. Oh, okay, so the kid that they – was this face paint kid that was getting all the heat that the uh, Chiefs, I guess, took to the Super Bowl or invited to the Super Bowl or whatever. When they came out with the tomahawk chop and the Braves thing, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. Uh-huh. As somebody who saw a um, name changed, I, I just thought we were all on the same page here. I also called a basketball game this weekend where the team's called the Chippewas, so I'll just leave it at that. Yep. I, I just <laughs> I, I just want it to be like, let's just get our story straight. Like, are we really doing this or not? Right? All the other colleges did it. For some reason, they didn't did it, do it at CMU, and it's supposedly okay. The, the Chiefs say it's okay. Um, you know, <laughs> the Braves fans say it's okay. I, I think the bottom line is don't have an owner that is the most hated owner in the history of sports and have a um, a brand that could be uh, ridiculed for its name. That, mm, that's what I'd yeah. say. And, but, and I'll say this about the Washington situation. Nobody ever was doing more chance in the game. Okay? Nope. Which I find to be way more offensive. But whatever. That's just me. Okay. I'm enough off the high high horse. I'm it, it needed to be said. It needed to be said. I, I just, well done. It drives me crazy. No, it, me it too. It drives me, me a little crazy. A little batty. And this is why fans are still talking yeah. about it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, 757 says, why the hell the NFL John Elway presented the Chiefs the Super Bowl trophy? Tamrick Vanover wasn't available? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was weird. Yeah, they, they. I don't know what the rotation is of Super Bowl MVPs, but they, yeah, it's this whole weird thing, right? And did they really think Larry Zonka could only make it halfway there? Yeah. Was that totally, it? Totally, totally. Uh... <laughs> And you've got it, and it should have been Elway handing it to Zonka, not the other yeah. way around, because you know yeah. the, the quarterback would hand it to the full. Whatever, just that's yeah. where my mind goes. Greg and Gloucester says, uh, "No, sir, the Chiefs got fired after Denver beat them twenty-three to nine. Now they lost on Christmas to the Raiders." Yeah. Um, and Andy Reid literally, literally thanked Antonio Pierce. Do you think Tariq Hill wants to be back in Kansas City? Yeah, I don't know. He's making a lot of money. Uh, no way Kermit the Frog lets Kelsey go. Hope Mahomes is feeling uh, that pancake today. Yeah, I'm sure he's really upset today. Um, 804, so way too early prediction. Will a healthy Aaron Rodgers with the Jets be the biggest threat to the Chiefs three-peat? <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> By the way, Kelsey is fine for having a little spat with Big Red. The funniest thing is Kelsey did, though, was throw his towel at the ref after the flag a few years ago. Yes, that was when it was – was that his rookie year? That was early in his career. Oh, yeah. That was really early. Yeah, and he got thrown out of the game for that. Yeah, he, he's uh, – look, he runs hot. And again, as I, I said to one of our texters, let's not forget, a- Andy Reid's a forgiving guy, right? Like, he's had kids that's had some major – I mean, one son OD'd. He's got a son that's in jail right now. That is true. I mean, look, he's seen some stuff in his life, okay? And you can say he didn't run the tightest ship, whatever. And he's he's definitely taken some chances with some character guys. Mm-hmm. The lack thereof, right? I mean – the, remember, it took them a while to move on from Kareem Hunt. And remember, I think it took video for them to move on from Kareem yep. Hunt. It, uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff about Tariq Hill off the field. There's some text messaging between he and the ex. I mean, it wasn't pretty. I mean, there's some really nasty crap, right? Stuff that you wouldn't, not guys you'd want to buy jerseys for. No. But they have put up with it because they're talented. Say what you want, but 
This is no different, though, in the history of great football teams. Everybody's had some of this stuff. That's true. You know, all of it. Doesn't make it right, but it is what it is. Um, anyway, that was crazy, though. Uh, no doubt. It looked ridiculous. Left, it looked ridiculous. Anyway. All right, 757-687-9494. Um, all right, those, I think I got through all the texts here. Yes, I did. Oh, yes, I know what I wanted to do before we get to David Schwab coming up. going to break down the commercials with us uh, from Octagon. The um, poll question on the X right now brought to you by Dominion Floor Coverings at Jackson Sports. You can also get it uh, at ESPN Radio 941. Very simple. What will the Super Bowl Super Bowl 58 be remembered for? More Mahomes magic. Spags D steps up. Another Shanahan collapse or other reply below. And right now, 65.4% of you are all about the Mahomes magic. So that's where it's going right now. The Shanahan collapse, 19.8% uh, there as well. All right. Keep the votes going. There'll be, uh, the poll will be open for a while. 757-687-9494 if you want to text us or hit us up via the Ballyhoo's phone line. All right. We'll talk commercials coming up on the other side. Uh, there were some really good ones, and there's other ones you say to yourself, like, why do they waste this kind of money um, on a Super Bowl commercial when this could have been run any other day of the week? Because it's just such an ordinary, average, stinky commercial. You know what I mean? I wonder. I wonder why they do that. Let's get to Craig in Norfolk before we uh, get to uh, David. What's going on, Craig? Hey, guys. Uh, man, is Greg. No worries. Oh, Greg, sorry, man. Um, no worries. Yeah, my top two commercials were the agent State Farm with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And <laughs> I, I like the way they played off of three of his movies. Yes, they did. Um, if you remember in uh, Kindergarten Cop when the little kid told him he thinks it's a tumor, he yeah. says, no, it's not a tumor. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they played off, of course, uh, Predator yeah. and Twins. Twins, yep. And my second top is a sentimental one, and that was the tribute to uh, Carl Weather. Yes, the FanDuel. I have that written down as the saddest one ever uh, of all of them. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And then the whole FanDuel Gronkowski thing, I don't know, man. I mean, did, was it just in our market where they cut off Kay Adams early, by the way? Did you see they swiped out? It seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, like they, so they didn't even get their full advertisement. Yeah, it was our market. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was that everywhere. I don't know if it happened everywhere, but goodness sakes. I mean, what a waste. Of that thing, and it was so fast, and it was over. And again, that guy practiced all off season to shank that kick. I mean, come on, yeah, did he man, practice was- really though? I mean, it's Gronk. Come on, <laughs> yeah, he might not have. I think the joke maybe he's purposely missing at this point. I don't know. Yeah, the Carl Weathers thing, man, that hurt. I mean, I was like, oh, dude, that's just because he forgot that he was in those. You know, I forgot about that ad campaign until uh, you know last week when he died. Somebody mentioned to me, you know, he's been on these commercials. I go, oh, that's right, you know. But that was tough to see. All right. Well, good stuff, uh, Greg. Thanks for the call, man. Have a good one. Yeah, we'll get to these coming up next. Uh, David Schwab is going to be with us uh, from Octagon. We'll get his take on who were the winners, who were the losers. Uh, of course, the old have the what's the uh, what are the what are the ratings on these two because they break them down every year with um, with focus groups on who did well. So, uh, I'll talk to David Schwab from Octagon next. Specializes in celebrity and brand marketing. Uh, he'll give us his take on who were the well invested ones and who were the ones who maybe could have spent their money elsewhere. Maybe made it just, just, you know, give the money to a charity next time. You don't have to put a commercial on the Super Bowl. All right. It is Scott Jackson, your priority auto sports radio 94.1. We're brought to you by Larry King law. James with has got your sports center.